This is one of my favorite episodes. Me and my JR and Sue Ellen ship days. If you're a JR and Sue Ellen shipper, I can see why this would be a big in. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we're going to stretch. Two, three, four. My name is Mary. Oh, I pulled something. It's Josh. (laughs) And I'm Melanie. And I actually did pull something. Imagine that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Your rotator cuff, right? Yeah. I have no idea how I did it. It's not torn yet, but I'm hopeful that it doesn't go that way. Yikes. Were you trying to pitch for the baseball team again? Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yep. With my left arm. Oh, a southpaw. <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to our Patreon members, Brendan Fillick, Captain America, Sheen Pye, Laura Bernheim, Brad Mulholland, Anita Wren, and Kristen Carlano. You guys are super, super awesome. We love you. Thank you. Cheers, um, cheers. If you, you would also dog. be interested. Cheers, cheers. Yes, Slanchava. If you would like to become a Patreon member... Slanchava, it's uh, Gaelic. Gaelic. Oh, ah, that's a new word one. for me. Yes, you see it on the sides of like if you're at an Irish bar, it says Slancha. It's S L A I N T E. Oh, I did say it right in that video special. I did last year. Yes, yes. Um, oh. If you're interested in joining our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash ewingbbq. And there's a bunch of extra stuff there that you can see and help support us. But another totally free way that you can support us and would also really help is to just go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review and give us a, a little, like, write a little thing, like how much you love us. But only if you love us. If you hate us, don't do that. But, but we, um, <laughs> we won't give you $20 uh, Amazon gift cards if you do that. Uh, no, I no, I can't afford that. I had to write a five-star review for a product and it, just to get a $20 gift card. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, I would do that if – but, yeah, we don't have any money to do that. But if you'd like to do that just out of the goodness of your heart, that'd be great. Yeah. Also, another way, um, if you guys are feeling like you would like to support us um, and not spend any money, is to just – Spread the word about us. If you're a part of one of those like Dallas Facebook groups or if you're in the comment section on Instagram or there's someone posting a Dallas thing, just tell them about our podcast and how much you like it and tell them to come listen. And I don't know. You know, it, it is convention season. I know uh, Mitch Pelegi was down at the Comic-Con in Rhode Island and one of our fellow fans that we met up with in Dallas in 2018, Charles Murphy, who lives in Fairhaven, Massachusetts, yeah. was actually down at Comic-Con. So if you hear this, Charles, give us a little uh, review. Did you? Yeah. Hey, Charles. Did, did you meet up with Mitch? Hey, I didn't see him in any of your pictures. Uh, Charles. Yes. Charles. Um, again, for the people in the Dallas area, making his first appearance down there probably since... JR Returns was filmed. Omri Katz is going to be down there with. That's a hot minute ago, JR Returns. Yes. Vanessa Shaw and Jason Marsden uh, for Preserve oh, wow. Halloween Festival <laughs> at. Um, it's <laughs> wow. going to be in Irving, Texas, uh, the weekend of the 18th to the 21st, 20th. Cool. And. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's far from South Park, is it? 
No, and I've been telling Omri to go to South Fork and surprise people because they yeah, would like be to. Cool. They would like to see you there. Sure. And Melanie, you obviously know about South. You haven't been on since the news of South Fork being sold and some of it being ready for development, but not the part that we visit. I caught the stories. I caught the news when it was all going on. I I tried to keep up. There there was a lot going on. <laughs> Basically, the part that we visit is. 44 acres of the 244 and that is not being touched it's yeah yeah other stuff around it that's that i would like to give a shout out to uh some anonymous person out there sent me a box of duffy's dough to my house um i don't know who that is if that was you please speak up so i can properly thank you because i don't know who sent it to me did that include another apron and everything that was yes, in the... another apron, another hot, hot mitt, little kitchen mitt, <laughs> measuring spoons, the whole deal. Um, so I came oh. yesterday, and I do not know where it's from. So, wow. there's that. Um, those, and those, also... Those, really, those really might be crazy good... Uh, Maybe it was Patrick Duffy himself. Those might be good incentives. <laughs> I mean, that'd be nice, but why would he send me... Because you promoted it. For that wonderful review and the unboxing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but he, how does he, he doesn't know that's me. He doesn't, he doesn't know it's me. I mean, it's it's his dough, right? He could be like, hey. Uh, Priscilla Presley has started a scholarship. Um, hmm. She just issued the first Theater Memphis Priscilla Presley Award ever. Wow. Uh, I think it was released yesterday or last night to Andre Johnson III. So I think that's really cool. And congratulations to Priscilla and Andre. And it was just about this time last year when we were on our way to Chicago to meet her. Yes, it was. It was coming up. I know. Uh, Crazy, a whole year. And now uh, production is underway on the movie Elvis and Me. by Directed by Sofia Coppola. Losing my mind. I love Sofia Coppola. Wow. I, I, I do feel... A little bit bad for the guy that has to play Elvis following Austin Butler's outstanding performance. He was in really good. Elvis. He was good. And I, I've seen comments already saying, oh, no, just Austin. No, you can't follow him up, blah, blah, blah. It, did you guys watch Euphoria Mm-mm. on HBO? No. Because the, the, the kid, I'm going to say kid because he's like in his 20s, um, who's playing Elvis was on Euphoria. And he what's, was good, but. What's his name? Like Jacob something or. I don't know his real name. He was an asshole on the show. <laughs> I know that. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, he was good. He was good. I really liked Euphoria. That was good. So I don't know. I have really high, I think, expectations for it because I like Lost in Translation is one of my favorite films of all time. Sofia mm-hmm. Coppola's Lost in with um, Bill Murray and um, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Okay. Jacob Alordi from Netflix's Kissing Booth movies and HBO's Euphoria. And Kaylee Spaney. Uh, good good luck to them because following up the Baz Luhrmann movie is a really tough act to follow. Yeah, but they didn't really, I mean, as much as I really liked the Baz Luhrmann film, um, they didn't really do much with the Elvis and Priscilla story in it. They kind of almost skipped it, really. Hmm. It was glo- if they. It was if they, really glossed over. Because if they went into it, the movie would have been four or five hours long. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Let's see. Birthdays. Jack Scalia, uh, 72, November wow. 10th. That's tomorrow. Dak Rambo would be 81 oh my on gosh. the 13th. Uh, Daniel Pilon? Pilon? Nando Marquetta. 82. <laughs> uh, he, he passed, right? I believe. I yeah. don't know. I think he, he passed. Might have. JR returns Christopher uh, Chris Demetral is 46 on the 14th. Harv Smithfield, Giorgio Petri, born 1912, November 16th, died November 16th, 1997. So born and died on the same day of the same of uh, different years. Crazy. Wow. And Merritt Van Camp, who played Grace, is 61 on the 17th. That's all we'll get into now because we'll be back next week. Okay. And I'll be heading out to California next week. And uh, right after that, I'll be heading to Florida. Oh. I'm going to both uh, Disney World and Universal because my son is playing violin at both. Oh. Oldest son? Youngest son? Youngest. His, ah. The whole the entire music program is going marching band, uh, orchestra, choir, and work chaperones. So. And I'm trying, to decide, I'm trying to decide if I should do Universal in California or Disneyland or both, if I can do both. Mm. I, I, I love, have you been to Universal in LA? Back in 2010, yes. Okay, because it's great. The studio tour, I, we went like mm-hmm. every year for several years. It's really good. I think I went on that, yeah. And the mummy and, ride at the one oh, in LA on, is my I went favorite. on the mummy ride. I love the mummy ride. The mummy ride. So that was good. great. Yeah. And um, I didn't do the Harry Potter movies, but I would still go to the land because I love seeing lands and things recreated. I am going to be wearing my, my son is a little horrified because he's 15, but I am wearing my Ravenclaw cloak that I bought when we, the first time we went to Universal. <laughs> and, um, cause I'm not dressing like a muggle going there, but I very importantly bought these patches, um, on Etsy to add to my cloak that say one says witches against JK. And the other says, which is for trans rights. Oh. Because hmm. J.K. Rowling is pretty terrible now. But I still love Harry Potter. She's not going to take Harry Potter away from me. So. Hmm. And if you have a chance, check out on the Roku channel, um, the Weird Al movie starring Daniel Radcliffe. I have heard only good things. I've, so. I've heard good things as well. I'm looking forward to that. Speaking of weird things, shall we see what's going on yeah. at South Fork? Yes, we shall. <laughs> Okay, tonight we are talking about Season 5, Episode 18, Episode 95 of the series, Anniversary. Have we been on that long? (laughs) We have. We've been doing this for like three and a half years. Wow. That's crazy. Believe it or not, he's been thoughtful, warm. I'd be very careful about you. I think he's changed. You can solve everything by by being a crabs again. Or forget the Ewing's. Forget Ewing Oil. Give me your proxy for those 10 voting shares. Uh-oh. Well, at least now I know how you have been spending your time. I miss you, Sue Ellen. It was written by David Paulson. <laughs> directed Whoa. by Joseph Manduke. 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 <laughs> Aired February 12th, 1982. 
Also, in 19, on February 12, 1982, the number one Billboard hit in the U.S. was still Centerfold by the Jay Giles Band, and the number one film is still on Golden Pond. And there's no big news stories this week. Really? Mm. Well. That I could find, anyway. Boring yeah. week. Good. We like uneventful weeks. We right. stand uneventful weeks. So this episode climbed to number two from number three. So we're, we're working our way up. And this is the final appearance of Barbara Babcock on the show. Because, she, at least she believes, that when she won the Emmy Award on September 13th for Outstanding Lead Actress on Hill Street Blues, over, among other nominees, Barbara Belgettis and Linda Gray, that caused her exit from the show because she re- recalls that she saw Leonard Katzman and Phil Capice on she came out to her car clutching her Emmy Award, and they congratulate her and said, now we have to write you out of the show. And she asked why, and they said, well, you'll be much too visible to be on our show. And she said that was no fun to hear. Yeah, that isn't fun to hear. No. They could have just bumped up her role. God. They could have. They could have. Yeah. But she had better things coming when she joined the cast of Dr. Queen Medicine Woman down the road. Oh, yeah. That was a couple years later, though. Yes, many years later. Danny Dayton, who played the Te- Miss Texas MC, appeared as Hank on All in the Family. And here's some interesting things. This episode, according to Barbara Curran's book, establishes that Sue Ellen was 20 years old when she met JR in 1967. And she's born in 47. Right, which makes her, car- her uh, 70, 75. It makes Sue Ellen now. Because episode 108 established that J.R. and Sue Ellen married in 1974. We know that not to be true, though. Right. Didn't they have their wedding anniversary, their 10th wedding anniversary, like in 78? Wait a minute. No. Didn't they? It it wasn't their ninth anniversary they had that big banner for. That was really strange. It was in. Oh, maybe. Yeah, sure. Wasn't it in. 79? 80 or 79? Okay, so that would make sense, right? Probably 79. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, that would make sense. I don't know where this implies married in 1974. We'll have to check that when we get to episode 108. Another, that's coming up soon. I mean, not that far in the future. So That's coming up next season, which implies that JR courted her for seven years. But that's... Now, Pam's fascination with aerobics actually mirrored Victoria Principal's fascination because she wrote uh, the 1983 best-selling exercise manual, The Body Principle, followed in 1984 by The Principle Workout. An article for TV Guide that was accompanied by pictures of her doing exercises could be seen while watching TV. A second book, another book called The Beauty Principle came out in 1985. A third, The Diet Principle came out in 1987. Do you get the principle theme here? (laughs) Right. Susan Howard actually thinks that she may have inspired Victoria's health craze because Victoria and her were talking one day and she said, wow, look at those legs. And Susan said, yeah, I'm running and I'm working out. And before you knew it, Victoria was doing all those things as well. So I'm not working out right now. I'm doing a podcast. (laughs) I actually just did work out. I was just, I just walked for two miles and then went to Pilates. So so is, Pil- is Pilates the, the modern day the modern day version of the aerobics craze? 
Because it's not cardio. It's just um, exercising your muscles. It's not a lot of cardio. We open on South Fork, and JR is on the phone with someone named Chester. He's running some recon. (laughs) And I actually looked up the definition of that today because I got it in a text, and I was like, running recon. Okay. But basically, gathering information, all he can give this person is a date and a location. And he's like, I need you to find it. It's important. 1967. So it's like, what? We don't know what yet. He's looking for something on film. He's looking for something on film. And and we're not going to know until the end of the episode. They Mm -hmm. very cleverly string string us along. He has John Ross, like, playing. Sitting on his bed. Like, he's being a dad. and Crazy, crazy. But, and here's the thing. He's going to hire that army again. He told Chester he doesn't care if he has to hire an army to do it. You remember how he was going get to get the army involved in... Does JR have his own private army? He, I right. guess he does, because he was going to get the military involved in something else, wasn't he? The search what, for Jock. Oh, the search yeah. for Jock, yeah. So he's now he's going to get the army involved in the search for whatever the hell it is he's looking for. Okay, JR. <laughs> this must be the morning after he was telling John sure, Ross Jan. the story about the, the little bear and the skunk sure, and how yeah. mo- mommy is going to come home soon. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. That must be was the next precious. Morning. It was precious. I do remember. That. I know I wasn't here for last week, but I remember that scene. It's precious, but also like just like from the other side of it, for a kid whose parents are freshly divorced, mm-hmm. don't promise that kid anything. Uh-uh. But at the same time, That's he's like mean. he's like two. How much is he really paying attention to? That's what I want to know. He's paying attention to Offset to looking at his mommy waiting to get off the camera. (laughs) That's our Tyler. But then again, I also realize that little kids are like sponges. So they are. They they just absorb everything. And mostly, and he's probably three at this point since it's 82. Oh, it is 82. He's going to be all about his parents. I I know my sister's son when he when he was a toddler and learning words he must have heard one of his parents say it because when he spilled his cheerios in his high chair he said f and damn it <laughs> yeah so we move to the breakfast table and bobby is explaining to miss ellie how easy and low-key the court hearing is uh going to be giving them temporary custody uh of christopher it's only going to be easy and low-key if uh, pam doesn't go <laughs> right which is why bobby is going to put some things into motion in this episode so that Pam can't go. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like, Miss Ellie's like, yeah, it'll be maybe low key for everyone, but Pam, like that's going to be a big deal for her. And he's like, oh, yeah. It's like, how mm. can I distract her? She needs a distraction. Mm, I got to cover my ass. The lies got to keep getting bigger. Also, Bobby's shirt is buttoned down to his navel. At the breakfast table. And it looks like he took a blow dryer and like did a blowout of his chest hair that morning. <laughs> What's up with that? 80s high fashion. I don't think that's needed, Bobby. I don't think it's needed. But no. Anyway. <laughs> Perhaps not. Perhaps yeah. not. Then we walk outside and uh, we see Pam showing Lucy how to do some aerobics. And we hit, this is so 80s. Thank you, Jane Fonda. Uh Speaking of on Golden Pond, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, suddenly Pam has become the expert in aerobics. And 
like one day. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, And they try to get Ellie to do it, and Ellie's just like, hell no. I will continue to ride my bike. That's right. The bicycle that she has moved around to different places at South Fork. Yes, and I'm with Ellie. Honestly, I I hate aerobics. I I hate it. Anything that I have to do, like, coordinated with people, it's not good at all. Do you think she has Raul moving that bicycle around the ranch for her? Oh, most definitely. (laughs) Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. Does she make him wear a tank top or something? (laughs) I mean, you got the power. I did. Speaking of like, I just watched uh, I mean, that documentary about the the Falwells and their uh, pool boy. Oh, you, no. you heard about that? No. Oh my gosh, totally. Do. The people who Jerry Falwell Jr. who ran like Liberty University, that big yes, Christian university. I watched it the other day. Yeah, and they got caught having like threesome with the pool boy. Anyway, that's what that reminded me of the the pool boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it wasn't so much Jerry him. Liked to watch. He liked to watch, and then eventually he, he would to watch. go. With, yeah, he would go in after, like they got done. Uh huh. Uh huh. Cuck and definition. Speaking of speaking of <laughs> evangelicals, the Tammy Faye Baker musical is out in London Ooh. now with music uh, by Elton John and Jake Shears from the Scissor Sisters. Is it the Eyes of Tammy Faye as a musical? Uh, I just noticed the Tammy Faye Baker musical. Oh, that sounds amazing. When I totally watch that. Jake, you gotta love Tammy. Jake Shears oh. and Elton John doing all the music. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Nice. And Jr. and John Ross come out. Yeah. To, why doesn't Jr. join in with the aerobics and have uh, yeah, John Ross? Yeah, they don't Ross. Have JR. He might need some cardio. You don't know. But he he compliments the ladies on their looks that morning. He does. He, he's JR acting. is too nice this episode. It's creeping me out. I'm just going to say this whole episode, he creeps me out because he's too nice. I don't like it. W- I don't trust it. I don't, I don't know. It's up to no good. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, yeah, and he asks Ellie to babysit John Ross while he runs errands. And we know what his errand is in the next scene. Yeah. Yeah, the next scene, he pulls up to Ray's house. Ray, who has a similar shirt button problem, it's unbuttoned to his belly. But Ray looks like a goddamn mess. Well, he's a, he's a hot mess again, yeah. And JR goes, hey, what the hell do you want? And, okay, it is like 9 a.m., and Ray is either already drinking or on a Sunday. still drinking. Yeah, on a Sunday, or still drinking. My bed is still drinking. Right. It's my guess. And it's not Sunday mimosas either. No, he's drinking like <laughs> bourbon, just straight. It's... That's right. And just... then JR just, just joins him. He just pours himself one too. And I'm like, you guys, it's like 9 a.m. Okay. <laughs> and then he tries to re- remember that the good old days and they used to like go whoring or whatever the, he called it or whatever right? he did. And it's like, JR, get to the point. Too little, too late, JR, but okay. He wants Ray to go back to Kansas. Just, like, give him his shares and cut cut ties and get out of town. And He's playing on Ray's fears, and he's just like, your problems all started when you found out you were Ewing, which is true. And he's like, you know, you, you were better as a Krebs. You'll always be better as a Krebs because you can't cut it as a Ewing. And Ray's just like, you're and right. The, the- and the line he drops, he found out when you had some Ewing blood, and he, Ray goes, 
well, you want some of that Ewing blood back? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, no. Not Ew. out of your body. That's no, disgusting. Gross. I'm not a vampire. Yeah. Uh, I want to suck Fair your Ewing kind of blood. Is, oh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, so anyway, he's just like, JR's just like, think about it. And then leaves. You can get the hell out of here. I'm I'm Ray Krebs. I'm a drunk, and you can get the hell out of here, Jr. Oh, Ray. I gotta un- I gotta unbutton the rest of my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the next scene, we immediately have to drink. Cliff is reheating Chinese takeout for his family in a walk, claiming that it is. Fresh Chinese. Fresh, fresh Chinese. <laughs> this is classic Cliff. And he will not use chopsticks because it gives hand cramps. <laughs> oh my God, right? Cliff, come on, man. He has a walk, but won't use chopsticks? Oh, come on. Okay. I actually enjoyed the interplay between him and Rebecca and Catherine in this scene. Oh, it was fair. I, it was it was yes. a, it was a funny scene. It was. It was great. Yeah. Oh, Cliff. Uh, and then he gets a phone call from Wally Hampton, who wants to meet and talk. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be important. And, and Catherine seems kind of pissed about it. What's this up her ass? I don't know. Like, Why do you care? Why does she care? I don't know. Well, she's, uh, she's upset because she is not going to be able to host her own news show for a long time according to the station manager. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, man. Oh, she's, she just graduated college. Come on. She's jealous of a sibling's success. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, that, that makes sense. It could be co- like she's in competition. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. What is with the extreme close-ups between, uh, uh, I noticed you- that I wrote that down too. Yeah. This director is using all the close-ups. Ex, like almost extreme, like 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 the whole face fills the whole screen. It's like, yeah, yeah. much closer it, than we usually use on the show. Particularly between Rebecca and Cliff, yeah. I, I yeah. was I was sitting there like, okay, it's a little I'm, uncomfortable. I was a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I I actually backed away from the TV a little. Yeah, and I have a fifty-five inch TV, so their faces looked really big, really big. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate for anyone that woke up got them on a, a 70 inch screen Ooh. <laughs> um, wait till it comes out in HD oh boy right. oh my god every it's gonna door. be so beautiful <sighs> hopefully it'll come out at a time when we're still reviewing so we can yes I, I want up. it to come out soon that would be so amazing and we don't know about HBO Max because they merged with Discovery and they're dropping a yeah. lot of the programming and stuff like that and the CW got sold too so they're mm. slowly canceling all their shows. But this is an old show, and they've already put the money into transferring it. Right. So it seems like it would only make sense if whoever has it to do something with it. And streaming is the way to go these days. So Right. I, I like having my hard copy. Yeah. Uh, having a hard copy is great. Having to not put in a DVD, even better. Because I'm lazy. He, now, now, here is the question for people. You own the DVDs. When the mm-hmm. Blu-rays come out, you acquire the Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Do you get rid of your DVDs? No. No. I don't because I've learned that lesson. 
I always end up wanting to get them again. And I actually have two copies of most of the seasons of Dallas on DVD. I have, I think it was, maybe it was Dove Hunt on the DVD or one of them froze or skipped in Mm. one of the episodes in the early. I bought them um, originally when they were coming out, most of them. And then my brother-in-law started buying them for me for Christmas. And then I was working on a project once where they wanted me to edit a video and this conference was taking place in Dallas. So they wanted, they picked me, they didn't even know that I liked Dallas to edit a thing of a montage of clips from the TV show Dallas for this convention, for this little conference. And I was like, and so they brought in all the episodes on DVD and I was like, you know, this was like one of my favorite shows of all time. And they were like, twist my arm, twist my arm. So I I made this, it was so fun to edit. I just got to pick scenes from random things and made this video. And then afterwards they were like, well, we don't need the DVDs. Do you want them? Yes, I do. So now I have two copies. Oh, so JR and John Ross surprising Sue Ellen with a catered meal. Yeah, she just opens the door and he comes in like he's room service with like a whole thing. And she's like, what is happening? He's using his child to court his ex-wife. Aww. He totally is, and it's awkward, and she doesn't know how to handle it. And she's just like, I don't think this is a good idea. And she's he's like, no, no, enforce, no, it's fine. She's trying to enforce boundaries, which boundaries? good for her. She is. And he's he right, and he pushes right past him, and she's just like, ah. Because mm-hmm. he uses his kid to manipulate her into letting him back in. Let's not forget the ultimate goal. Get John Ross back at South Fork and you get control of his shares. Let's not forget the ultimate goal. Right. Although this is the, this is the part that gets me and I'm sure it's the part that gets Sue Ellen when he's like, Oh, I was talking to John Ross about it. And I'm like, dude, you did not discuss this with your three-year-old son on the way over here. Come on. I mean, it's ridiculous, but at the same time I'm like, Oh, and that ultimately is what is going to do Sue Ellen in because it's that, oh, <laughs> he's, he's got the right amount of charm and charisma a- to just slide his way back in. Yeah. Yes. So Donna calls Ellie. She's still in Laredo. Um, she's coming back tomorrow, but she can't get in touch with Ray. Wonder why. Well. Because Ray's a drunken mess right hmm. now, isn't he? Have you, have you checked the local bars? <laughs> but yeah, well, Ellie's like, I don't know. I haven't seen him. Uh, sorry. But Ugh. I expect oh. you for dinner tomorrow night, she says. Right. And that's Ellie reaching out to be like, no matter what's happening between you and Ray, like, we're on your side. Which is and nice. Can, can we note that Ellie is still avoiding the elephant in the room? Oh, yeah, she totally is. Big time? Oh, yeah, for sure. She's just carrying not, on. She's like, not even talking about it. Not nope, even talking about nope, it. Nope, it's just business <laughs> as normal. Yep. Except there's a big empty seat at the other end of the dinner table. Yep. Right that we're across just, from it, her. We're just not even paying attention to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the hearing is now set for next week at the Braddock County Courthouse for the custody hearing. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. And the lawyer... Uh, reminds Bobby that he really needs to get that affidavit from the natural aunt saying that she doesn't know who the 
bio father is and that, you know, she doesn't want uh, custody, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by All the way, Charles Eccles, did you know that the the aunt is uh, Sue Ellen Ewing? He's like, uh, yeah, you didn't mention that. Is there anything else I, you haven't told me? And Bobby's like, oh, no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and Mr. Subliminal going, uh, my, my brother's the father. My brother's the father. Yeah. Just super sus, Bobby. Super sus. Bobby's lies are about to implode. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, by the way, Pam might not be able to come. And he's like, what? That's weird. But okay. She, she might be working. Uh, no, Bobby, sus. she's not working. She doesn't hasn't come back to the store. So sus. Very sus. <sighs> God damn it, Bobby. Now, JR has not heard from <laughs> Chester yet about this film he's trying to find. So... He wants Sly to bug him and get it ASAP. That's pretty sly of her. <laughs> oh. And then there's a, these scenes happen pretty quick. A guy named Harry calls to tell JR that he's just arrived. JR tells him to call him if he leaves. JR calls Mama, tells her he won't be home for dinner because he's in town for business and probably going to stay overnight. And then. Ray and Bonnie, drunk off their asses, exit the bar, and get into a car. Talking about something about driving a truck out onto a frozen pond or something. Like that. Ray, totally drunk. Ray, drunk drives away with them both in the trunk. Like, just a uh, mess. Well, let's not forget JR was drinking that beer when he left Ray's last week. And he took it That's with true. Us. But he was not super drunk. Like, Ray can barely walk. And he's going to drive. Like, just awful. And according to a listener, a comment, back in that time in Texas, people did take sips from beers when they were driving. Is it legal? We call it, it road. Wasn't. We. They call it road beer. Right. I mean, people did, but was it legal then? Probably not. It wasn't. I don't think it was as strict. It wasn't. As big of a deal. As big of a deal. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now I Mothers know- Against Drunk Driving. Crack yeah. down. Well, I think even nowadays, like open containers, um, better not be the damn driver, but I've definitely had them as a passenger. We call it road beer. Well, I, right. Right. I, I don't mind if someone who's not driving is drinking, but. But no, it's like, that's the thing. If, if somebody's driving you, your driver needs to be sober, but if you're going to be riding, like whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We used to do that in high school all the time. Someone uh-huh. would drive not drinking and the rest of us would be in the car like <laughs> but while they're drunkenly driving away jr is sitting there like a creeper in his car watching him jr is a creeper <laughs> he is a creeper this whole episode oh, he, is a creeper he's a creeper. this episode has jr being nice but it's also vintage <sighs> nasty jr in in some ways with his creepy mm-hmm. paying yeah. people off and spying yeah, on true. people and and he's doing a lot of the, the legwork himself. He, he, normally, he'd be paying people for this. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't cancel his dinner plans at Self Fork to go this watch is, Ray himself. I think at he'd this point. He'd pay someone to do that. It's where, about personal gratification. Where's, where's McSween? Where's McSween? I think yeah, when, maybe. When, yeah. when he does the shit himself, it's about his own grat- He's he, You know, it's him sitting there going, <laughs> like, as it's actually happening. He's he trying to, to take him down. Yeah. Stroking <laughs> his own ego. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. <laughs> he couldn't have he couldn't have Harry McSween 
doing it because the guy at the bar's name is Harry, so you can't have two Harrys in the same episode. So I was really confused by that because uh, Sly's like, "There's someone named Harry," and I'm like, "This better not be Harry McSween." Is that not your uncle Harry? And then it wasn't. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, come on, girl. I'm like, who's the writer in this episode? Come up with a different name. Come on, yeah. It's like how many times was the name Faraday used? You had the uh huh several. And so we. We cut to Wally Hampton showing up at Cliff's office, and he's a, he's a very heavy set man. Just, very, very true, and but just really like complimentary to Cliff all around. Like, wow, look at this beautiful office. Which this okay. is so um, sus. It feels honestly. I even wrote this. Yeah. It, he feels like a Jr. Plant. He just feels like it. Like it is too good to be true. Because he is. Because he, he feels is. right. <laughs> right. 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 He feels it like is, a VR player. Yeah, he definitely it feels there. like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he comes across to me as like a cartoon character that I actually could watch him all day long just because he is he's funny to me. He's like Boss Hog from Digs of Hazard. He's like basically. a basically. not a parody. What um parody's not the word I'm looking like a for. Cartoon well Yeah, he's a cartoon character. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much. <laughs> Actually, funny that you mention it because uh, Boss Hog, because Lindsay Bloom, who plays Bonnie, played his niece, Boss Hog's niece on The Dukes of Hazard. That makes sense. So this Wally Hampton offers uh, Cliff the job of COO at Alco, his company. Um, he's going to triple his salary, give him bonuses, like a plane, a heavy expense account so that his taxes don't get hit. And how, how many times just, has the, how many times has the name of that company changed? Because in the last episode he called it Old Coal. He keeps changing the name. I think it was with an accent they were saying it Old Coal because it's it's A L L C O at least according to my subtitles. Well, subtitles can be weird too. But That's true. Knows. That's true. Um, John Rouse. John Rouse. <laughs> John Rouse. Oh yeah. That's what. That's how Amazon pronounces it. By the way, pronounces it. That's how Amazon subtitles read. John Rouse. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the subtitles because I bought the episodes yeah. on Vudu, and it's the same on there. So. See, so the subtitle I, program is faulty because it if, has so many errors. If I thought that I could make the same kind of money and have the same kind of benefits that I do doing the job I have right now doing subtitles for Peacock or Freebie or whoever, dude, put me all over that. Your your subtitles would be perfect. Anyway, back to Wally, the cartoon anyway, character. Back, back to Wally. Anyway, it, it's too it's like a really way too good of an offer. And Cliff, you can tell he's super flattered and he's gonna think about it. Well, you best get back to me soon there, son, all right? Because I'll, I'll, I'll go and find somebody else for this position if you don't take it, all right? The fuck? <laughs> the fuck? All right. <laughs> so we cut to Bobby having dinner with Liz, um, where all of a sudden Bobby wants Pam to go back to work, which is like a complete 360 from like a season ago. I'm going to be that person. I'm going to say it's a 180. <laughs> oh, Sorry. It's okay. In 180, whatever. Because <laughs> a 360, you'd be right back where you started. And a 180 is a, like. This is, this is Barbara Babcock's yeah. final scene, and it's not even with Pam. It drives me crazy because this is, he's completely changed. No, he has. And it's all about distracting it's her. Annoying. 
I mean, and right. And I he like has to an think ulterior was, motive. Right. I would like to think he's grown as a person, but I don't think he has. I think he's just doing uh-huh. it to get out of his lies. Right. One lie compounds another lie compounds another lie. And at this point, it's I'm sitting here going, oh, okay, Bobby, like, do you even remember all the lies you've told? Because that's something I've known, like, all my life. That they, they teach you, like, my parents are – people teach you when you're young. Like, lies get harder and harder to keep track of the more you tell. So Snowball. Yeah. They, yeah, the snowball effect. So he is just, like, from the beginning – and it's all about to come crashing down on him. He just doesn't know it yet, and we really he, don't know that yet. Di- but and he's he's digging a hole so deep he's going well past mm-hmm. where Jesse Mc, Jessica McClure was in the well, and going like twice as deep as her. That's a few years in the future. I know. Holy <laughs> shit! That was still. forty years ago, wasn't it? Oh, oh damn! I think it was eighty-seven, wasn't it? Oh shit! Was it was it eighty seven? I thought there. it was eighty two. Hang it, on, eighty six, eighty seven. No, it was later. It was it I, was I, later eighties. Look up, up baby Jessica. Hold on. Okay, no, she's she's three months older baby than me. So it, ha- it had to be eighty seven. Okay, never mind. It wasn't eighty two. It was eighty seven. You're right. Because she was right, born in the March. The movie came out in eighty nine. She was born in March. I was born in June. Okay. Oh wow! Widely known as Baby Jessica in eighty seven. Wow! Look at me in my eighties. There you go. One thing I know is when things happened in the eighties. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Pam, Pam won't go back to the store because ha- Harrison Page doesn't want children there at a nursery. She, you can't bring children here because Harrison Page doesn't want it. Yeah, because I wrote because Harrison Page sucks. Right. That's because he's too busy playing a nasty lawyer on Falcon Crest. Um, so basically she needs, she doesn't want to leave Christopher. She needs someplace where that basically like has a daycare where she can bring Christopher with her to work. And so she's well, like, well, the obvious solution is just buy your own business. Well, I bother you and you buy your own business. <laughs> right. And he was like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Hmm. Why didn't I think of that myself? I'm glad I thought of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That's what I'll do. And so then Cliff tells Rebecca about his offer, and she was like, okay, that's a really good, that's a really good deal. You know, I like having you at here, but, like, you do what you got to do. We'll figure it out. And what I just FYI, look into this more, because it sounds weird. What I really right. like about her is that she was like, I'm, I'm, I'm. I encourage you. I support you. Whatever you want to do, you're my son. However, take another look. And it's like, listen to yeah. mama. I know you've been on your own. And listen. I, know, I know this is new. And I know she's she hasn't been present in your life until now. But this is where it's not just mother's instincts. I think it's also her as like a businesswoman. She's also like, okay, businesswoman. She knows what the fuck she's talking about. She's yeah, like, she's you need smart. to. Work. She's like, if it's, it's. She's basically telling him, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. If it sounds like bullshit, it, it probably is. And right. he's like, oh, I'm sure it's good. It probably is because, yeah, it is a good company on the outside, but again, Wally Hampton is a J.R. Ewing plant. <laughs> we know that Cliff doesn't know Obviously. that. Obviously, yes. Rebecca. She doesn't necessarily know. He should know that. Uh, He should. Like, this is the thing. Like, how does Cliff keep getting taken over and over and over? Like, JR is just going to fuck with him because he can. Like, 
Afton <laughs> straight out told him last week he's going to do this. Yes. That's and he's true. Selective amnesia, Mary. I mean, he's just like. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's letting his ego get in the way. That's uh-huh. what he's doing. He's like, no, oh, I am amazing. And JR well, knows that about him. And, he, and he Wally wants came that, in he wants that and jet. is like all flattery and stuff. And he's like, oh, you don't want to move. This woman must be pretty special. So now he's also thinking about Sue Ellen. So he's not thinking what, with that brain. Fuck her down there. Fuck her yeah. up. Right. So you his head job, is all like. Son. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's like, oh, I can impress Sue Ellen with my private jet. With my private jet. And yeah. Wally's sitting there like, <laughs> you know. It, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's when I when I picture Wally Hampton throw, throw in my that head, stash. that's what I think of is some guy sitting there just going, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> totally. You just sound like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, <laughs> love Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> He said, <laughs> I love Beavis in my head too. Uh, I'm a huge, yes. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> well, you fly her up there, son. You're going to take that job. You're going you're to have your private expense account. So, because yeah. we don't want our people to have to deal with taxes. <laughs> so now, okay, we've got this parallel. Cliff, listen to your mama. Sue Ellen, listen to your. Father, and I put real confirmed in parentheses because Clayton, yeah, that's her, that's her dad. I don't care. Like not biological, but basically, yeah. Yeah. And he's telling her, "Eh, you're vulnerable right now, lady. You're, you're seeing Jr. through rose colored glasses. He's, he's doing the thing. She's like, oh, I think he's changed. And he's like, they don't change, you baby. You leave those rose-colored glasses to Karen McKenzie on Not Slanding. She owns them. Take them off. Look at they JR the way he is. They don't change. They don't change. So. They, they never change. And I also think it doesn't help that Clayton is telling Sue Ellen about how great Dusty's doing, like, without her on the rodeo circuit. That's not going to help. That's just going to make her be like, okay, well, I was right about that. And then, you right. know, my ex-husband's paying attention right. to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least someone's paying attention to me. Always being nice. Hey, uh, at least we don't have any more of those very uncomfortable DD dinner parties going on. Oh, God. That woman oh, was right. the worst. We're done with DD, I hope. Yeah, yeah. She's oh. DD sucks. Like... Who needs friends like yeah. that? And then we cut to Mitch making out with Evelyn. <laughs> All right. <coughs> the bad seed. I, yuck, yuck, just, no. uh, and she's like, hey, so you should stay the night. And he's just like, uh, I can't. It's not right. I'm still married to Lucy. And then she's she really wants him to stay. <laughs> she's like, yeah, no, but you totally can, though. It's fine. He's like, no, it's not right. I'm Mitch, and Mitch, I have these Mitch, moral you need, things. Mitch, yeah. you need to probe me all night long. Oh, with your yeah, doctor. She wanted fears. all the probing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the probing. He, he can't do it. So, um, Mitch, so he's gonna but, call her tomorrow. Mitch, you don't want to be on the bad seat side of Patty McCormick. <laughs> the the bad seed. Right. And then the videotape finally arrives for Jr. We have a nice VHS. With that, the size of the VHS machine, the VCR is like so good. The top, the top load. I was like, 
It's a, a top loader. Yeah. <laughs> that was my VCR. We had a top loader VCR too. It's so good. So we don't know, we still don't know what this tape is. We just hear some clapping and cheering. Right. And he's and then, really excited to see it. Oh yeah. And then he calls Sue Ellen to meet her uh, the day after tomorrow at 7 p.m. Well, he's like, so I have something to show you. And she looks mortified at first because I think like, she thinks it's his deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I need to show she you. She might my, want it. She might want it so, right now. I Sarah, got something Sarah, to show you. Sarah's not here, so I'll have to say it. Yeah, she wants, she wants to he wants to show her his danger noodle has no broke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's at the like, same time, I don't know. Well, not at the same time. It may not be his D. It may be, um, maybe he's, she thinks he's got some kind of blackmail on her. Like I got something to show you. Oh, she right. Has, right. She, she has That's no a good idea. Point. She doesn't she's know. Like, she's like, why? He's like, always why? just, but he's like, right. He's very, he's got, he's on a mission. We know he was looking for something. By the way, yeah. Um, when he was looking at this tape, did that not sound like pageant music? It did. Like some kind of like. I just heard the clapping. It was kind of like it introductory. Was something in it front of an audience. It, re- that's, it reminded me of like, here she is, Miss America, or something like that. You know, from from back in the day. That's what it reminded me of, and I was like, yeah. okay. What what is it? I mean I know what it is but <laughs> if you don't know what it is and you're going into it and you're like what is this music we'll get there. what is he so into this for yeah and then he's, he's trying to meet up with Sue right. Ellen now put it together in your mind what is he trying to show her a concert yes a concert, yes, a concert. he's trying to remind her of something mm-hmm. uh, uh, maybe now, maybe the they met at a Beatles concert yeah <laughs> hey Can you, you, can't, you can't buy me yeah. love. Now, well, apparently he could buy her love, uh, but um, in the next scene, can we drink uh, every time that um, the phone rings at South Fork and the person who it's for answers it? That's a guess. We can do that. We can totally do that. Mm-hmm. Because Lucy comes down the stairs, the phone rings, and it's Evelyn Michelson calling her. Yeah, which is mm, Awkward. And where did she get the number for South Fork anyway? And where did Wally Hampton get Cliff's home phone number, by the way? I mean, they went then, to the operator and said, South Fork, please. Basically, that's it. You know, you could get through to anybody, but, you know, you couldn't get their number, but the operator would put you through. But there were also phone books then that had everybody's number. Unless you. I'm sure South Fork was probably enlisted, right? Or... Well, I don't know. I don't know. Everyone seemed to know their number, though. I don't know. <sighs> Like the time that Ellie called uh, the Southern Cross that first time, and she just just punched the number <laughs> in. Southern Cross, she's... yeah. Like, well, I'm wondering if Sue Ellen maybe gave her psychic. the number. You know, like if you maybe. need. Maybe is this really reason. good at memorizing the numbers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Evelyn got the South Fork number off the bathroom wall. No. <laughs> <laughs> so she wants to talk about Mitch, and Lucy kind of picks up what's happening. And she gets bummed immediately. Goes into um, the kitchen where Ellie's bake, making frosting a cake, which I would like yeah. to eat. And Ellie's basically like, you need to stop thinking of yourself as a little girl. You're not. You're a woman. You need to own that. Um, and if you have to decide, is Mitch what you want? And if so, you have to go for it and um, go after him. 
even if that means pulling that horse whip out of the out of the closet. Right. That's basically and what she was saying. This yeah. is where I'm conflicted. Like Miss Ellie, I mean, I also feel like back back in the day, this is kind of like what the attitude was: like fight for your man, stand by your man. And I'm like, D- if he's interested in someone else, <laughs> dude, let's call our lawyers right now. <laughs> Sign the damn paperwork. I ain't fighting right. for this shit. If he's but, interested in someone else, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I don't. She doesn't know this, but um, this woman's interested enough to be making out on the couch with her husband. So, I mean, like, and that's the whole thing. Like, they're already separated. Like, what are you guys waiting for? Like, they're already, they're living separate houses. Um, Like, what do you you can't just keep going like that. I don't. And I mean, I get what Miss Ellie is saying, but at the same time, Lucy and Mitch are just kind of like, Mitch is obviously having feelings about it. Right. And but, and also now if this gets stopped, mm-hmm. it's this is started with Evelyn. And if he goes just back to Lucy, mm-hmm. this thing with Evelyn will still kind of be there simmering because he didn't get to play it out. Right. So And this bitch had the balls to call Lucy and be like, Let's meet, we gotta Yeah. They're they gotta go their separate ways. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. This woman had um, the balls to call Lucy and be like, I want to talk to you about your husband. And Lucy's like, what the fuck are you that talking is some, about? That is some balls. <laughs> that is hardcore. And I, that is I give her credit. I give her credit. That's an, that's an adult thing to do. I well, don't know if I do it. It's kind of like Alicia did with Alicia Ogden did right. with Sue Ellen. Yeah. Except she, yeah. like the wife called the mistress. Right. And this now time the mistress the, calls the wife. This time it's the mistress calling the wife. On and the it's wife. like, Mm-hmm. And the wife is like, the fuck are you Ugh. talking about? Like, what? Exactly. <laughs> we have nothing to talk about, but okay, I'm interested a little. Yeah. And then with Bobby's meeting with a blonde woman about buying her business. That almost, it just sounded so sketchy at first. It was like. Yeah. And I didn't like it. This lady's like, I have just worked for the past two years to make this business be amazing and it is doing really well but i was like yeah that's why i just want to like bite off of you and she's like yeah but like i've been working for this and he's like yeah i know but whatever i'm just gonna buy it from you and she's like that's one thing you want to be successful enough where somebody notices you and wants to buy your business but at the same time if she worked that hard and she's got all these rich ladies in there in dallas like why the hell does she want to give it up if it's something she loves however at the same time why not a partnership Pam shouldn't. Pam can't run it all by herself. Pam I mean, can't run that all herself. No, right? she's she's I, not always going to be able to take Christopher. She's going to have to take right. off or like take him. Take Pam him doesn't somewhere. know what the hell she's doing. She and just started exercising last week. Right. You can't do this by yourself. So I feel she, like maybe he should be like, "Hey, what about a partnership or a silent partnership?" I'll buy I'll, in. Yeah, I'll buy in. That right. would be the way to go, Bobby. It's not just it Pam's. Right, Pam. Pam bought her first workout outfit in, in a gift shop. For God's sakes, a <laughs> right, week ago. last week. Suddenly, mm-hmm. and suddenly she's giving uh, exercise suddenly, lessons. At, she's at, like uh, training in front of the and, South Fork pool, and she's got her own wardrobe. This week, I heard this week this episode. I heard Victoria Principal utter the lines, "I never knew how out of shape I was until I started working out." And my like, first reaction. Okay. My first reaction was, uh, whatever. My second one was, 
Oh, she right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not all just about like the frame. It's like, oh god, how active am I? And you go to lift something, and you're like, oh, my arms are spaghetti. Okay. Yeah. Two days later, you're like, ow. <laughs> Case in yeah. point, right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby tells Pam he has a surprise for her, but. And she's like, well, what is it? And he's like, I can't tell you. Yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's not Tomorrow. here. Tomorrow. I hate when people do that, by the way, when they're like, I need to talk to you. It's like, okay, I mean, like, well, talk not to now. Me. I'm like, well, talk to me now because now I have anxiety. Thanks a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then we yeah. cut to JR, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember exactly he, what went on here, but I said, spoken like a true Republican. Lucy, don't look so glum. Don't you know rich folks are always happy? I don't need any of your words of wisdom, thank you. You're in a mood tonight, aren't you? Okay, JR. I think what he said when I wrote that down, spoken like a true Republican, was something about the don't underestimate the intelligence of the American people or something like that. And I was like, Well, nobody ever went broke underestimating the intelligence of the American public. Teresa comes over to tell them dinner's ready, but she doesn't even speak. She just stands there in the the foyer (laughs) and it's like, Oh, Ellie's like, oh, I guess dinner's ready then. Uh, thank yeah. you, Teresa. Is it, was this was this done through mental telepathy? I think she, so. Yeah, yeah. So that's what she does in her time off. She practices mental telepathy yeah. and yeah. like kinky things with Raúl and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, we find out no one has seen Ray. Like he's just been gone. Donna's right. just like, Ugh. and then Jr. apologizes to Donna because. Uh, I understand you and Ray are having some issues, and it was very insensitive of me. Come on, Jr. Stop it! You're creeping me out. Being too nice. I don't. Everyone's so uncomfortable. Like, what is happening? Waiting for that other shoe to drop. (laughs) Right. We should worry about if Jr. is being nice. Everyone needs to worry. I'm just saying. So then, Cliff and Rebecca are drinking together over uh, the thought. Of joining uh, Alco. And his private jet. Yeah, his private jet and all the fancy shit he's going to have. Um, and then JR, we cut to JR bribing the motel manager at the Starlight Motel um, to call Donna and tell her to come get Ray because he's in bad shape. So, oof. And the next scene. Oh, the next scene. I wish Sarah was here for this. Um, okay. So the next scene, Donna arrives at the Starlight Motel. Well, Sarah, Sarah Sarah's at that motel right now, just checking she to is. make sure that things yeah. are. She's checking all right. it out for us. Yeah. 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 She finds the room. She opens the door. Flips on the light. Flips on the light. Boom. Ray and Bonnie naked, sleeping in bed. Naked as <laughs> jaybirds. Naked as jaybirds. <laughs> them long enough to kind of wake up and figure out what's happening, I must say. Oh, Donna, what are you doing here? At least now I know what you've been, how you've been spending your time. Wait, and I mean, Donna. What else is yeah. she going to say at that moment? She's just like, okay, I guess this is what you're doing. And to quote Bonnie, Ray, you, you wanted her to find out. I mean, we were out in public and your, your truck is parked outside in this motel and we're in this room and in Braddock, which is like down the street from you know his house, like she's like we didn't hide. Yeah, yeah may- maybe you're right. Now she has no sense, but she has no choice but to leave me. Oh, he's such a fucking coward, dick. 
Ding, 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 ding. Oh, God. Just if you if you want her to leave, just leave. Like, don't make this painful for her so she has to leave you. You asshole. Anyway, sorry. He's an ass. Like, like he knew. Uh, <sighs> Uh, um, okay. So then we cut to the aerobic studio. Um, where so Bobby walks in with Pam and he's just like, Hey, what do you think? And she's like, What what do I think about what? <laughs> he's like, This stuff. And uh then there's this lady doing aerobics. She's really happy. And I just want to say this lady can fuck off. This is the kind of lady I hate. She's the kind of lady who tells you to smile when you're in the middle of exercising. No, no, no. Fuck off with that. This is why I can't do aerobics and all that stuff. No, 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 no. Shut up. You want to be panting and gasping (laughs) and show the real side of aerobics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Um, So anyway, Bobby's just like, hey, what And she's just like, I guess, what what am I looking at? And he's like, come and look at there's a, there's a nursery. And she's like, okay, cool. And then he. Well, Want to be great for him? What are you talking about? Right. And so then he hands her the keys that say Pam's Aerobics Unlimited. And she's really excited. But I do have to say that there's this nursery. There's no adults in that room. It is a bunch of super bored looking children. Just like staring at a wall. <laughs> there, there's like no adult supervision at all. What happened is well. the the casting department for Dallas needed some children. And the parents brought them down for some side cash. And they said, just sit them in this room. And we're just going to get some footage. Yeah. Yeah. It, is, it didn't look like a great situation. Just saying. No. But Pam loves it. So that's good. Good. Bobby's plan is working so far. Yeah, so far. Uh, um, okay, so then it's the lunch with uh, Evelyn and Lucy, and Evelyn just gets right down to biznatch. Get, gets down to brass taxes, biznatch. as they say. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she's just like, she's flat out like, so do you want Mitch? Because I do. So let me know. Mm-hmm. And she has the gall to tell Lucy, that she and Mitch have been sleeping together and that he just didn't tell her. Right. That's Which well, we know isn't true. We know it's not true. And I feel like she pulls that out because she's just, she's like pushing Lucy. She's just like, well, do you want him? And Lucy's like, what are you talking about? Like, of course I do. And then she's like, uh, I don't know if you do because he's better with me. And then Lucy's like, but you're old. <laughs> <laughs> the, the claws start coming out here. With both of She's them. like, aren't you a little too old to be chasing my husband? And Evelyn's like, oh, there's no chasing happening at all. Mm-hmm. There there's was just no, two people who are interested in each other. There was no chasing last night when we were riding the wild stallion. Woo. Right. And this is like, I'm sorry, what? He told me you guys didn't sleep together. And she's like, oh, oh we totally have. But they totally haven't. So. Mm. The bad seed. I feel like Mitch is going to be really pissed about that because he's he's all about truth and honor and moral values (laughs) and compass and man should make more money and drag woman back to cave with uh, with club. Uh. So Lucy just gets pissed and walks out and Evelyn's just like, hmm, 
So she's going to drive around for a while and figure it out. Meanwhile, JR brings Well in some yellow roses. Uh-huh. The yellow rose of Texas. <laughs> and then he asks the alcoholic to make him a drink, which I think is not great. Yeah, what's, what's that's not that? that's not a great no, idea. She's got a full bar in her house, though. Like, what the I fuck? know it's oh. not good. It's so that bad. La- that last week she was good. staring at. Well, well, I know. the, the <clears throat> Mrs. Chambers went home, and there was a boom mic in her living room too. <laughs> Last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This 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 gets really creepy. Yeah. So Lucy goes to Roger's house. It's pretty late. She's been driving around for hours. She doesn't know what to do. She just wants to talk to someone, and so she draw. It, she's like, I just is want that to talk house to or the photography studio because he's working on something, and he's got that that disgusting like sex pillow on the floor next I to his. No, that's not laundry. I think it's like his studio, maybe slash his house. I'm not sure. But he's there. It, it is. It's not like a bed. It isn't just like a large sex pillow. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she knocks on the door. She comes in. She's really upset. And she's like, I just need someone to talk to. I thought maybe you'd be here. Blah, blah, blah. And she tells him, like, he slept with this lady. And I'm upset about it. Well, you can't let him get away with that. You need to, you need to take revenge. And I know the way to do it. You're going to have sex with me. And just starts kissing her, and like she's just confused at first. Like every time he kisses her, she gets confused, and then she's like, mm, "Okay, I guess." And then, then they start like making out. Yeah, yeah. Are, we, are we keeping our eye on Charlene and possible? Pregnancy? I have been looking. She looks not pregnant. At not all pregnant. Yet. Yeah. Not at all. I've been watching. Yeah, and we finally learn what's on the videotape in this last scene of the episode. Yes. It is a videotape of the day they met, which was exactly 14 years ago that night at the Miss Texas competition. She's Miss Austin, and right before her, they call up Miss Corpus Christi, Mary Lou Barnes. I wonder if Mary Lou is related to Cliff Barnes. That's a good point. I mean, they could have picked any name, but they picked Barnes. Picked up Barnes. That is weird. Yeah. And she's just... So confused in this scene. She's just like, you had to go to a lot of trouble to find this. Why? Like, he's been trying to ruin her life for the last several years. And all of a sudden he's like, I I found this tape of the day we met and blah, blah, blah. She's just like, what is happening? What's happening is I want my boy back on South Fork, woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I want those shares. He pulls out all this, like, I missed you, and I just, I really want to be with you tonight, and ugh. And then she falls for it, and I hate it. <laughs> I mean, it made me, I will say, it made me very happy as a shipper, but now, again, as I'm older, what the fuck? <laughs> when I was younger, I would have thought that was so romantic, but now mm-hmm. all I see is manipulation. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, well in. Mm-hmm. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. If you fool, fool me, can't get fooled again. <laughs> so then we freeze frame Jr. and Sue Ellen kissing. Drink once because it's Jr. And scene. And scene. <sighs> okay, so I'm going to give this uh, four bourbons and another Sam Culver book. We had things moving along on a lot of different fronts. Donna finally 
Find out what Ray was up to. Not good. Uh, yeah. JR's using his son to make his move on his ex-wife so he can get hit those shares. I'm going to go about 4.2. And uh, a walk full of Chinese food that is actually <laughs> been picked up at a Chinese restaurant and just dumped in the walk. Yes, reheated. Yes. Reheated, but no but no chopsticks because they uh No chopsticks the because they cramp your hands. Yeah. Okay, Cliff. That's me. That's hilarious. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.5 bourbons and a bullshit meter because Sue Ellen, where is yours? Right. She needs one. Mm. Mm. And nobody gave it an exercise studio. Wow. I figured uh, Sarah would. That's why I didn't yeah. try to pick something else. And let's just uh, thank you for your time, Barbara Babcock, and good luck on Hill Street Blues. And yes. enjoy that Emmy Award. And scene for Barbara Babcock. Barbara Babcock. That's like a tongue twister. Barbara Babcock. Nobody's babbing anybody's cock. That we know of, I guess. Danger noodle. Danger noodle. So next week we're going to be talking about season five, episode 19, episode 96, adoption. The shit is about to hit the fan, Bobby. The fan. Um, can we can we can we get a gif of that uh, of it actually hitting the fan from one of those like Naked Gun movies or something like that? Just, <laughs> oh my god, I love yeah, the Naked yeah. Gun movies. <laughs> yes. Uh. Um, but in the meantime, before then, you should go check out our merch. It's on T Public mm-hmm. um, slash the dash Ewing dash barbecue or just look in our show notes we have a little bitly link you can just click it and it'll go directly and you can get a t-shirt or a mug or a face mask or like so many things that have our logo on it we have um swellen stan t-shirts and um i plan to make other ones I just haven't. Oh, I have I am Takapa shirt on there, and I'm planning to make other shirts as soon as I get more free time. So um, check it out. And yes. it was actually I, I was looking at my Facebook history. It was nine years ago today, actually around this time that I was down in Dallas with um, Sharon Henderson, and we were at a art gallery exhibit for Kevin Page, who played Bum, for his artwork. And joining us were Julie Gonzalo, Emma Bell, mm-hmm. Josh Henderson, and Josh's then-girlfriend, Andrea, from Survivor. So I will throw some of those pictures up on our cool. Facebook yeah. and cool. Instagram. Awesome. And Josh Henderson feel better because he's been very upset this week at the death of his friend, Aaron Carter. So. He was he was like a in a band, Aaron Carter? Uh his brothers Childster? from the Backstreet Boys. Okay. I don't really oh, yeah. know who he is. I just know he's much younger than me. He's yeah, like a pop I, star. <laughs> I, I just know because he was, he and Josh Anderson, Jesse Metcalf did some Hollywood Knights basketball thing together. And oh, okay. That makes sense. That sort of thing. So they were kind of like a few degrees of separation type of deal. So it's always sad when someone young dies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. uh, We will see you next time. Until then, bye. Y'all come back now, you hear? That means you, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah, come on. Sarah. 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 Sarah.
smile. You're the poet of my... I'm going to stop. Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> smile. Next on Dallas. You're carrying 10 voting shares in his company. I don't want the damn votes. Find him away. Right now. Well, there's something I want to say. I should have said it a long time ago. I love you. You marry a loser. Do you want a divorce, Ray? Yes. There's no way you can stop me from seeing Sue Ellen anymore. Well, now, I wouldn't count on that. I plan to marry her one of these days. Well, Barnes, you're going to have to step over my dead body to do that. Whatever it takes. <laughs>